Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Welcome back to another episode of Audio Shelf. Today it's very rainy and it might go out again. The power might. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm freaking out. Uh, so. So we are going to be doing an episode today that was given to us pre-release. Um, it was a pre-release episode and Kate Rock, a friend of ours mm-hmm. from the uh, Reader's Coffee House website on Facebook, mm-hmm. reached out and she said, do you guys want a copy of... Barbara's newest book, The Unfinished Garden. And we said, Yes. <laughs> yes. And we definitely want a copy. So go ahead with them stats, girl. Yes. So today we are reviewing The Unfinished Garden by Barbara Claypole White. The narrators are Anna Clements and Paul Heisch. All right. The publisher is Spoken Realms, and the audiobook release date is. July 2nd, 2019. So when this comes out, it'll be tomorrow. Ooh. The duration is 13 hours, and the genre is contemporary, romance, and garden. Mmm, gardening. <laughs> Lots of mental health as well. Lots of mental health, yeah. yes. Which surprisingly wasn't actually listed on the genres for Amazon. Inter- interesting, because I was doing some research on Barbara Claypole White, and most of her books are actually written in the perspective of someone having OCD. Wow. Yeah, so... Why does she write from that perspective? Well, what, from what I was reading, I think two of her family members, very close family members, have... Uh, OCD. Wow. So she has a lot of face-to-face knowledge of this very serious disorder. And you were saying that the writing of this the disorder is done very well. And I think we'll get to this, but Mm -hmm. they do really great work here. Barbara does really great work with um, writing about OCD, defining it, and actually giving clear images of it. Yeah, definitely. So let me read you the summary taken from, um, actually, Kate sent us this summary to add in our little podcast. And so here it is. Tilly Silverberg is rebuilding her life with her young son, Isaac, one potted up plan at a time. Since her husband's death, gardening has become her livelihood and her salvation. Hiding out in North Carolina forests, she wants only to be left alone with Isaac and her greenhouse. Sounds like Eddie. It does sound like Eddie. New to the area, successful software developer James Neely needs a garden on a solitary mission to reclaim his life from irrational obsessions and relentless compulsions. He has a plan to conquer his greatest fear, dirt. One glimpse or two of Tilly's garden and he knows she holds the key. But when he asks her to take him out, no, oh, that's no. Nope. <laughs> that's later. But when he asks her to take him on as a client, she refuses. After a family emergency pulls Tilly and Isaac back to her native England, she's quietly happy because nothing has changed in her childhood village. Or has it? Her first love is unexpectedly single. Mm, Sebastian. Her mother is scheming. That's my girl. Scheming what? Mm -hmm. She's trying to get them together. Uh And her best friend is keeping secrets. Rowena girl. Then James appears on her doorstep. James. All the way from North Carolina. That's like a six hour plane ride or something. Stalker. 
Tenuous at first, but gradually taking root, James and Tilly forge an unlikely bond as they work together to rescue a garden choked by neglect. They unearth, <laughs> I get it, unearth. <laughs> unearth? Unearth, I keep saying unearth. I know, I'm like, they're taking it out of a hearth. <laughs> unearth each other's secrets each other's fears each other's hopes and maybe a shared second chance Mm -hmm. that was a good little summary that was a great summary it kind of tells you a lot about the book Mm -hmm. yeah but in a way it makes me say oh i want to know more about it yeah it breaks down the point so you Mm -hmm. know that you're not just spending all of the time in north carolina you actually are going to england at a certain point i like it Mm -hmm. so let's talk about the narration okay so for these narrators, um, the app that we were listening through, we couldn't speed this up. So I feel for me personally um, that if we were able to speed up the narrators to about 1.5, um, it would have been just such an easier flow because I feel like sometimes when um, publishers put out a book at a one point speed Mm -hmm. it's deliberately kind of like slowed down a little bit and it's very there's long pauses and there's breaks and um it takes a little bit to get to the point sometimes so i felt like that having to listen at 1.0 speed Mm -hmm. but i can't say that that is necessarily a negative because i did enjoy Anna's narration a lot mm-hmm. and also Paul's when we got to Paul eventually. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. You know, and it's an unfortunate thing because we couldn't because this was an early release, mm-hmm. we couldn't really put it on Audible or we couldn't put it in our iTunes cloud or whatever iTunes listener or whatever you use. Mm-hmm. And so we had to use the app that was sent to us by the publisher, which is fine. Totally OK. Yeah. I mean, it was such an easy app to use, too. It was very, very easy. It had a deadline. You had We had to listen to it to the book from a certain at a certain time mm-hmm. before it went away which is totally fine but i just wish the app had a speed control yes because i do like and i'm sorry to say but i like being able to control the speed of my book mm-hmm. um and i think with the narration getting up to at least a 1.25 or at least a 1.5 i think the narration for me would have went a lot smoother yeah a lot of the times, both narrators sounded slightly robotic, mm-hmm. and it, it was only for James, James's perspective. Yeah. Like, both narrators, and I don't know what they were trying to do. I guess they were trying to say, like, oh, he has OCD, so he he talks differently. I don't know. There, there's something about the way Anna and Paul did James Neely, and it was robotic. It, it yeah. sounded like there was something off with him in terms yeah. of delay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And OCD doesn't make you have a delay. Mm -hmm. It just makes you, you know, it's an anxiety provoking kind of disorder. Right. So I don't know if they were trying to encompass that anxiety aspect to it. Maybe they were also trying to get across that he is in the software development Mm. field. And so a lot of the times those types of characters end up feeling like sounding a little bit more robotic because they're trying to get across that he's successful in a technology field. Yes. So maybe that could have been it too, but I agree. I definitely heard the robotics in James. Yeah. And it was also funny because like Anna is uh, British. So she was speaking British English for um, Tilly. And when she would switch to James, you could kind of hear the, 
British English like come through mm-hmm. in some of the words that James would use. And so that might have also contributed to why he sounded a little bit robotic yeah. as well. Because uh, she was trying really hard to get that American accent. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't know if you should try that hard. Mm-hmm. If you I don't mean, if you don't have it, you don't got it. So Isaac sounded great. Yeah. Which is weird. And mm-hmm. that's why I was like, what is up with James's yeah. like voice for all of the, all these different narrators? Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall I think that I really enjoyed listening listening to Tilly, mm-hmm. her perspective. I loved when Rowena talked. There was nothing else wrong with anyone else except for James. James yeah. just really threw me. Every time James was talking, I was irritated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. But it doesn't mean anything about the the content of the book, which we're going to get into. Yes. So um, another thing to kind of talk about, and I think we, you already mentioned it, but the pausing the cha- and the transitions for chapters, some yeah. of them went way too long. Yeah. And I was like, wait, did my, did my app pause or yeah. did it close out? And I had to go back to my phone. And that, if I have enough time to go back to my phone, type in my password, and then still wait for like a couple seconds after until the chapter actually starts, the pauses are too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who knows? They, they might be fixing it up before the release. This is, again, an early release. So we can't be too highly critical. Mm-hmm. But I think that in production, I hope they fix that. Mm-hmm. And also another note for the production side of things the sound quality was amazing yeah it like, was the playback quality it sounded like anna and paul were right next to me mm-hmm. reading this book into my ears i agree with that like it was amazing and i feel like it's been so long since we've had to listen to a book at one speed mm-hmm. that we are just not used to it yeah and They'll- so it works for people that need that need their books at one speed but for us we are habitually listening at 1.25, 1. yeah. 1.5, even sometimes 2.0. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's where the the pauses and the transitions get a little, a little long. Definitely. So, do you think? Do you feel like the audiobook was too long or too short? I felt like it was kind of long. Mm-hmm. It was not a book that I could just sit down and get through in a day because it 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 deals with a very heavy topic of what James is dealing with. And it also has a lot of character development as well. Yeah, like, it does. Through James and Tilly. Like, mm-hmm. both of them, I kind of found James a little creepy at times. Yeah, definitely. I mean, showing up at the doorstep. Yeah. Like, boy, you're not, you don't live here. Right. Yeah. So it was a little, it was a little strange. Mm-hmm. Um. So I kind of had to start, like, putting the book down, pausing it, taking a break, Usually I could listen through while eating lunch, but this I just wanted to kind of like take a break from listening mm-hmm. while eating. Also, within, even though James was going through his OCD, Tilly was also going through like the mourning and the grief yeah. of losing her husband. And that was also deep mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And the two of those heavy topics, again, like like you said, I had to sometimes kind of put it down. Yeah. Um, I was actually listening to this book when I was making your Matron of Honor book. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm really happy about this book, but I'm really sad about this story that's happening because it's really sad. Someone's losing someone. Someone has an uncontrollable um, disorder that causing him to obsess over things. Yeah. So it was a, it was a big, heavy topic mm-hmm. book. Yeah. And if you want to read this, great. It's a great story. And I'm going to get into the content a little bit later. But just be prepared. It's yeah. a long 13-hour book. Yes. And you might have to take breaks in the middle too, which is not a negative at all. Sometimes within those dark and heavy books, we do need to take just time for ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
So let's talk about the content. Okay. I really, really enjoyed it. Yes. Um, so what are your thoughts? I really liked it a lot. I thought that the content was great. The way that James was written in his first introductory chapter where we experience his OCD. Mm-hmm. That was fascinating. Yeah. Because at first I thought that he had a phobia of germs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the technical yeah. word is. Um, because he was mentioning dirt, but then he got into wanting to twist his hair yeah. and how he had to force himself and count and breathe. And it six was, is a good number. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it like in a good way made my anxious side appear and it made me just connect with James mm-hmm. in a different way, even though I do find him just a little creepy mm-hmm. when it comes to Tilly. Yes. His struggles and his fight to cure himself. Yeah. Or at least better cope with things was very powerful. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that Barbara Claypole White Mm -hmm. does a phenomenal job identifying, showing, defining OCD. Mm -hmm. And this might be because of her real life experiences with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But not many authors. Yeah. Some authors can have experience with addiction or um, mental other mental health issues. However, they don't really uh, provide enough good descriptions of it in their work, and they just kind of talk about it. Yeah. Whereas Barbara showed me, and she made me visualize what James was going through, and the counting, and the checking, and the constant like compulsions to do things. Mm-hmm. I just really felt for James, and the only way I could have done that is through Barbara's writing. Yeah. And she just did a phenomenal job really taking this very serious disorder and bringing or shining a light onto it. Yeah. And saying, hey, it's serious. Don't judge and don't be one of those people that say, oh, I like to, I like even numbers, so I'm OCD. No, that's not it. Um, It's something that literally controls his life. Yeah, exactly. And also to wrap all of these like heavy topics and these things that people deal with every day, up into a romance mm-hmm. that didn't feel like just a romance where it's like bashing you over the head with the love. Yeah. To actually like feel the development of these two characters mm-hmm. individually and together yeah. was amazing. I love the part in the summary where it said that Tilly and uh, James were building a bond mm-hmm. because I feel like that is what a romance novel, a serious romance novel does is it takes two characters and they build not just a love yeah but like they build a bond and you see them together and it was so subtle yeah and it was like you know what's gonna happen but you're enjoying the ride Mm -hmm. and it didn't shove it down your throat there was a couple of like love scenes but they weren't overdone and they weren't like you know graphic yeah and I really enjoyed that from Barbara. It was very elegant. Mm -hmm. And I really just love this being women's fiction and um, contemporary kind of fit both of those. Yeah. Um, Just watching this woman's journey to not only find herself, but open her heart to someone else. Mm -hmm. It was just very powerful. Yeah. It was a very powerful book. I really enjoyed it. I just wish I could have sped it up. (laughs) Yeah. Just wish I could have sped it up. So I think I'm going to shelf this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because I really enjoyed the storyline. I might pick it up on Audible mm-hmm. and 
listen to it again and speed through it. Yeah. And really get the kind of vibrancy from the narrators that I know that they have. Yes, definitely. Because that might also help even out the roboticness mm-hmm. of James as yeah. well. I agree. Um, I am going to shelf it as well, and I probably will share it, actually. Hmm. I think I'll share it with, like, my mom, because I think she would like this kind of book. Yeah, my mom would, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just a good book. Um, I think I would pick up the physical copy for my mom. Yeah. Just because I don't, my mom can't do audiobooks. Mm-hmm. She's unfortunate. Yeah, but my my mom can't either. She's like, oh, I'm good, just give me the book. Yeah. Um, This reminds me of, like, a Nora Roberts book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nora Roberts, Danielle Steele, mm-hmm. those kind of classic romance novelists. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the cover is gorgeous as well. Oh, my God. That cover is so pretty. It makes me want to go be in a garden somewhere. Yes. I just like want a garden. Mm-hmm. But I would never be able to grow one. And that's crazy. And I think that's why she created the garden as this, this aspect to both of their lives is gardens are growth. You're growing. You're, you're becoming new again. Right? You're growing flowers. Did you say growth? Growth. Oh. Growth. <laughs> I heard it come out as growth. Growth. Oh my God, it does sound the same. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, but yeah, so gardens grow things. <laughs> and it's a new life. Yes. And here's Tilly becoming a new life where... James is having his new life, but also getting his hands dirty mm-hmm. and doing doing the thing. It's interesting. The unfinished garden. Mm-hmm. They're unfinished people. Oh, in a garden. Oh, girl. So like. Did Barbara just like know. wake up in the middle of the night and say <gasps> gardens? I want to know what her process was for this book. It had to be. It had to be creative mm-hmm. because she probably had this idea brewing mm-hmm. because the other books that she's written were are also about OCD, like I said, but this is some, there's something different about this. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read any other Barbara book, but I might check them out to see how similar they are to this book or how different they are. Mm-hmm. She might show different aspects of OCD in all of them. Yeah. But oh, yeah. such a good concept, garden, grief, OCD, new life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So deep. Very deep. I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. So if you would like to get this book when it comes out on yes. July 2nd. Tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. And if you want to get this book for free, go to our website at audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link to download a 30-day free trial. You get two free books. Mm-hmm. And if you want to suggest books for us to listen to or if you want if you're an author and you want to send us over your book at all, please follow us on Twitter at Audioshelf Me, Facebook at Audioshelf, Instagram at Audioshelf underscore podcast. You can also find us on YouTube where we do physical book reviews as well as we're going to start diving into more general topics and yes. uh, other things. I don't mm-hmm. know. We haven't decided yet. But you can find that by searching in the YouTube bar for Audioshelf. Yay! And if you want to contribute to our show monetarily, you can find us by Google searching Audio Shelf Patreon and donating a dollar. But also just listening to us here is payment enough. And we really want to thank Kate Rock. Uh, her handle on Twitter and Instagram is Kate Rock Lit Chick. And she's in charge of book promo tours. Mm-hmm. So she gave us a copy of this and um, it was done by Spoken Realms. 
And so we we want to thank everyone involved for sending us a copy of this book. Yes. Thank you so much, Kate. So until next time. Bye. bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new podcast episodes every Monday and Thursday and YouTube reviews every Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Thank you.